Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this guy back. He's the sheriff of Pinal County, Arizona. It's Mark Lim. Sheriff, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing great, Joe. Thanks for having me back on. Well, Always I, good. I, I, listen, I appreciate you coming on. Sorry to cut you off a little bit there. Um, American Sheriff Rules to Live By is the new book. This is uh, up on Amazon. I'm looking at it right now up on Amazon. And we can show it to the people as they're watching. Um, this is awesome because I do want to know what the right rules are to live by. Not that I don't know, but getting it from somebody who's an authority, who does the job as well as you do, somebody who's not afraid to talk about his values, not afraid to talk about how much you love the country. I think this is needed right now. Mark, is that the impetus for writing it? Because right now in this country, some people are confused. Which way are we going? It absolutely is. It's based on the poem by Rudyard Kipling, If. If you haven't ever read that poem, it's an amazing poem. Rudyard Kipling's an amazing poet. Um, but his this poem, If, um, I base this book off of that, and each stanza of the poem I articulate with stories from the founding fathers, stories of hope and courage and determination. And look, I'm not going to sit and tell you this is an easy rule set of rules to live by. Somebody read it and said, well, that wasn't very easy. I'm like, well, it's not easy. Life's not easy. But these are rules that are very common sense, basically like saying if you can see the words you've spoken twisted by knaves to set a trap for fools or if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. And I try to articulate and, and tell stories that really showcase just how you can apply that um, that rule of life in your own life. And I think that's so important right now. I'm going to show the actual book on Amazon right now for people who are watching. It's called American Sheriff Rules to Live By, and it's by Sheriff Mark Lamb. You know, what's interesting is that that poem does make a lot of sense today. You've got a ruling class. And some would say, well, he's elected, he's in the ruling class, but you're not, you don't, you don't act like that. The ruling class doesn't want us to try, doesn't want us to have a value system other than look to us for food, for shelter, for money, for, uh, for guidance, we're your higher power in government. That's really what they want us to believe. And that's not what human beings thrive through, is it? No. And they want to endear to you only during election season. Yes. They just want you to keep your mouth shut and get in line and do what they tell you to do because they think they know what's best for you. And they actually really treat us like we're a bunch of idiots, a bunch of fools. And I think that more and more Americans are starting to see that, albeit I don't think the results of this last election really showcase that. But hopefully people will take away some very common sense approaches to life. And it, it, it really, the way the poem is structured, it's not, it's not letting you believe, leading you to believe that life's going to be easy. It's yeah. basically life is not going to be easy, but here's how you can deal with it. And we have stories, amazing stories of founding fathers who have lived through this and much worse, and they've survived it, and they were they were courageous. And so hopefully people uh, uh, will see that. You can get it also at americansheriff.store, americansheriff.store. Great. And then my website, she just dropped a book. You can get it at sheriffswife.com. Yeah, I saw that right before we started. I saw that she wrote a book, too. We should have her on at some point to talk about that. It's uh, a yeah, it would, it would be wonderful. It's uh, Sheriff Mark Lamp in County, Arizona. You mentioned elections, and, and a lot of people are confused about what just happened, but I want to rewind to the primary. Did you ever find out why in your county the Republicans didn't have enough votes or they didn't have enough paper you know, ballots to, to, to even fill out? Do we know why that happened? What, was that just a simple human error mistake, or could there have, could there have been some sort of, I don't know, belligerence going on? You know, we wanted to make sure that we knew exactly why that happened. We wanted to make sure there was no nefarious reason. So we did an actually an independent study into it. 
um, an investigation into it. Not myself, the sheriff's office, neither the county attorney. We hired a company to come in and do it. Good. And you know what? In the end, it was just incompetence. It was um, somebody not prepared, not not focused enough on his job, and just totally missed the mark and made us look bad. But we got it fixed for the general election, and we had a smooth general election here in our county, yeah, which but was Mark, good. It's, it's not like people didn't know when the primary was going to happen. How could incompetence play a role in something so important? It's my duty. It's my responsibility. And had I gone that day, I might not have found a ballot. And then when we fast forward to last Tuesday or a week ago Tuesday, the election, the midterm election, all of a sudden, 20% of the tabulators aren't working in, in Maricopa County. Now, I don't understand how that could happen when everybody on this planet knew since November 4th of 2020 when the next election was going to be. How does that happen? I don't know. That was exactly what I asked the county attorney and other people involved. They said, how does this happen when you only have elections every two years and you have plenty of time leading up to it to ensure that all your equipment is working? Yeah. And the type of things that make it look nefarious and this is what opens that door for people thinking or losing trust in the government. And look, I do this job for a living in law enforcement. I understand how bad people can be. And I'm not excluding the fact that there might not be some, some shenanigans going on. But let's try to do the best we can as government to ensure that we're going to do a, the best election we can. And clearly that didn't happen in my county in the primary with the, with the lack of ballots. And it certainly didn't happen in the county next door yeah. with the issue with the tabulators. And now we have a more distrust than what we did before. Let me see that book again, if you don't mind, Mark. It's American Sheriff Rules to Live By. Go and get this right now. You can go to americansheriff.store or go to Amazon, grab it on there. Uh, it's going to be a great read. And, and uh, I'm with you. Life should not be easy if it's rewarding. It's not very rewarding when it's easy. When government has control of you in every aspect of your life, you might think it's easy, but you're, you're not succeeding and you're not being rewarded for what it is that I believe and I, you believe that God gave us here as human beings. So um, just back to the incompetence thing for a second, it's not okay to be incompetent. If you're incompetent or your deputies are, you might die. If I'm incompetent, I can't feed my family, but they're incompetent and they still have government jobs. There was one day. Those tabulators didn't have to work except for one day. And for one day, one-fifth of the voters in Arizona, and some of them might have left out, out of despair, just said, I can't wait here anymore, and I'm going to leave. In Houston, Texas, they didn't open some of, the, some of the polling places for four hours. And when you ask the county judge why they didn't happen, they said, well, these are human beings and they have lives, and some of them slept in. Mark, that's not okay. Can, no. can we, through reading this book, through watching how you do your job, through watching people who really have succeeded in life, can we learn that that isn't acceptable? Because it's starting to make me feel like we're accepting incompetence. Well, a lot of it comes down to personal uh, accountability. Yeah. And we're accepting incompetence. We've bred incompetence in government. We're hiring people that shouldn't be there in a lot of these positions. You know, a lot of it is for quotas or different things. And we end up not getting the most competent people. And the pay is not the best either. So you're not always getting the best people either. So there's a lot of issues going on with government. I don't know if my book's going to fix that. But I think my book certainly teaches you, uh, gives you an idea of the attitude you should take towards this. You know, that um, things will work themselves out. But you can't just sit on the sidelines either. you got to get out there and do the work and fight and be active. Um, and we're seeing more Americans getting active because they, too, see the incompetence, yeah. Joe. And uh, it is. You're right. It's unacceptable that we're allowing this to occur in government. We should have the best and the brightest in those positions, ensuring that this country is being protected by people who are very qualified and competent. 
You know, I love Arizona. My wife lived in Tucson for a while growing up. I've been out to Tempe. I mean, I just think it's a great state. Um, I've been to Tucson as well for a wedding in between. I just really like it there. Um, and I always felt like it was a state where you had a bunch of patriots like you. What does it look? What does the future look like under a governor, Katie Hobbs? Are you concerned as as a resident and as a sheriff that maybe law enforcement won't mean as much? You've got somebody who's a radical lefty, or if the AG's race doesn't go the right way, what does Arizona look like in the near future? Well, let me talk about the AG's race first because Please. I think most important race in the state for me as a law enforcement guy. I think to be able to protect the rule of law, which is clearly under attack in this country, I think you got to have a good AG in there. Um, that AG's race has come down to 700 votes. So when you talk about wow. those and that incompetence, you can clearly articulate in a court case, you could easily make a, a case saying, uh, my voters were disenfranchised. There were predominantly Republican voters showing up to vote on the day of the election, only to find out the tabulators weren't working. You can make a case that it affected you by far more than 700 votes. Um, as far as the governor, look, I'm going to reserve the opportunity. You know, I hope she proves me wrong. I'm not. I, I'm, I'm concerned about some of the stances she's taken in the past, especially as it relates to law enforcement, border security. But I, I, I'm here to be a good partner. I don't want to see her fail, nor do I want to see Arizona fail. Right. Certainly, we have a very difference of opinions and a lot of uh, political ideologies. But I think in the end, I, what I pray is that she wants to do what's right for the people of Arizona. And I have to give her the opportunity to do that. She, you know, at this point, looks like she's won the election. So that's what we've got to do. American Sheriff Rules to Live By. This is the book by Sheriff Mark Lamb, who we have on right now. I'll say this. I'm not going to ask you that, but I'm going to say this so that everybody watching this interview understands. My position is that Katie Hobbs, who we know was found by a court of law to be a racist, Katie Hobbs, who didn't have a nice thing to say about the Latino community when asked on Univision, Katie Hobbs, who refused to debate, Katie Hobbs, who was going to certify her own election as the Secretary of State, something that Brian Kemp wasn't allowed to do in Georgia, he resigned as Secretary of State because Eric Holder and Barack Obama said it would be unfair. I don't like, I think that that election stinks, and I hope there's a remedy so we can go through and actually find out who voted for what. But but now back to what you just said. I'm not going to ask you about what I, I just gave my opinion. But but what you just said about those tabulators that day is so vital. As a law enforcement officer and as somebody who has great knowledge of the law, is there a remedy for voters who might say, listen, I can bet you more than 700 people left and went to work that day and didn't wait for you to fix the tabulators. Is there a remedy for them in Arizona, can you say, let's just do the whole AG's election again? I mean, what is the remedy other than a recount that's automatic by one-tenth of one percent? Well, I think the recount is going to happen because it's within that margin. Yeah. Uh, as far as the remedies, there are some precedents. You know, I think Alabama had a court case where there was precedents where they did a, another election on it. Um, obviously, that would cater to one side because a majority of, of Republicans show up on election day yes. to vote. Um, and so there are some remedies there. I think as far as looking into it, there should be an investigation, I think, um, into whether or not they were purposely disenfranchised, uh, knowing that the majority of the Republicans would show up to vote on Election Day. Right. They should be sure that that wasn't the case and that was that was not an intentional uh, move or maneuver. And I, I don't know that it is. I'm not saying I don't have any evidence, but I think anytime you have something like this, you should absolutely look into it to ensure that the people that showed up to vote, 
know that it wasn't nefarious. Well, those people have to know that their vote counted. And I have people who live in Maricopa County, very good friend of mine, and her parents live there. She said she went online, and her it doesn't show on the mechanism that you have online that they even voted. And they all three did that day. So that's very interesting to me. I hope that people will be able to whittle this down. I don't want it to be incompetent nor, nor nefarious. But I would rather incompetence, to be honest with you, and I think you would as well. It's Sheriff Mark Lamb, um, uh, Pinal County, Arizona. You've got a national footprint, Mark. I'm going to go ahead and ask this because I see you well beyond Pinal County. People understand who you are. They understand how serious you are about American values. They understand how serious you are about our sovereignty at the border, and you're fighting that fight every single day. We know how serious. They all know how serious you are about stopping fentanyl that's killing 100,000 Americans and more every year. Is there something beyond being the, the Pinal County Sheriff that you have in mind? You know, I've never had any other aspirations, um, but I am a patriot. I love God, family, and freedom, and I've always said I'll go wherever my lo- voice is loudest for God, family, and freedom. And uh, I've certainly had to leave the door open on some options out there just because I want to do what's best for America. And I think we're, we're just in a really critical point in the history of this country where we're going to need people that are strong enough to stand up and... Uh, and, and take those chances and put themselves out there. And so I've got some, I've got to take a look and see what we're going to do. My wife and I've got a lot of thinking and talking to do, but I've learned a lot from this last election. You know, you and I could probably talk more offline. I don't think we have enough time, but yeah. you know, there be a lot of things in this election that I think um, probably could have been done get different. I think no question. Carrie Lake was the best candidate in this country. Um, Should have walked away with this easy, but we do need to do a good job. We need to, as Republicans be introspective as well and look and say, okay, did we do something wrong or where did we go wrong or what could we have done different? How could we have brought these voters in? Um, so I think there's going to be a lot of that going on as well right now amongst these camps. I hope there is. And uh, hopefully we can come uh, and find our way back to where the voters believe in what this America first ideology and, and believe in protecting freedom, our children, um, protecting you know, babies' lives and also mothers' lives. Yeah. I mean, we've got a lot of work to do, and I, I certainly think that we have some room for improvement. Well, I'll tell you this. I get calls and emails and, and uh, all sorts of correspondence on, on social media every day uh, asking, Pags, why should I believe my vote counts? A lot of people, I think you just alluded to this, aren't really sure that their franchise is safe. And I think they need people like you to, to make sure we look at this with a very, very fine-tooth comb and figure out why aren't elections working in places like Arizona. Mark, there's no way you should have had to wait six days to find out who wins anything, and we still don't know who the AG is going to be. We won't know in Alaska until next week sometime who wins that election. So let me let yeah. me ask you just, let me throw some offices out. Would you consider being the state governor? Would you go for U.S. representative? Might you go for U.S. Senate? Are those things, are you, is the door open to that kind of, that kind of thing for Mark Lamb? Well, governor's already just occurred, so yeah. that's not four years. Um, I am not interested at all in in Congress. I don't think that Congress. I'm not interested in running every two years. You basically are running nonstop. Yes. You know, I think I've probably left the door cracked open a little bit on Senate, just because I think there, there there's some a difference that can be made there, and so that's something we've got to look at. But uh, look, honestly, Joe, right now I just love being sheriff. I'm grateful for this opportunity, and right now my sights are still set on on running for sheriff in 2024 and uh, serving the people of Pinal County. But like I said, uh, I got to I gotta take a look and see where my voice can be the loudest uh, for God, family, and freedom. The name of the book is American Sheriff Rules to Live By. Go and get it right now, americansheriff.store. You can go on Amazon and go get it there as well. Uh, Mark, one last question. You deal with the border every day. 
And um, and by the way, those who are watching, you can see what the book looks like. Go and get it. Um, every single day, you're dealing with illegal immigrants, illegal aliens coming in, fentanyl coming in, pot coming in. Now we hear the pot is being laced with fentanyl. Now they've changed the fentanyl to be colors that would be attractive to kids. We are killing Americans by by not just simply closing down the border, at least what Trump did, and you in accordance with Trump. Um, now that the House has gone to Republicans, and you're right, they're constantly running for election. Oh, they're they're going to get anything done. I hope they do. But Republicans have control of the House. Do you have any sort of hope that they'll do something? Maybe instead of 87,000 new IRS agents, maybe put them on the border. Maybe actually pick up the phone and call you and say, how can we help with you guys on the border? What, what do you hope happens with the Republicans at least having control of one House? I do hope they at least put a stop to the spending and that they could potentially use some of these purse strings, control of the purse strings, which is what Congress has, to be able to uh, to put the, the, this government on notice that if they're not going to protect the border, they're going to shut the government down. Yeah. I, I think that's a solid idea. Um, I think we've probably got to change the leadership in both the House and the Senate just because clearly the leadership that's been in place hasn't been working. No person, nothing personal against those guys. I just think that anytime you are failing, you got to start with the leadership first and foremost. And um, there's an opportunity to change out the leadership there, and they absolutely should. And I hope to see the investigations that need to occur. Yeah. I think they absolutely look into Hunter Biden. Um, and the, the business dealings that have involved his father, the president of the United States, with foreign uh, countries, yeah. I think that looked into. I think Mayorkas feet need to be put to the fire. Um, there's a lot of work to be done, and I hope they do these, and I am optimistic that they will do it. Well, Mark, stay in contact. I appreciate you taking the time today. American Sheriff Rules to Live By. Go and get this book right now. It's Sheriff Mark Lamb, Pinal County, Arizona. Mark, thanks a million. I appreciate you. My pleasure. Thank you, Joe. And uh, I hope you enjoy the book and happy Thanksgiving to you, brother. Happy Thanksgiving right back at you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to talk to Pinal County Sheriff Mark Lamb. And I'll tell you this, if he runs for, for an elected office nationally, I think he'd get a lot of support. He's really great at what he does. Go and get his book. And uh, we'll have him back on again very soon. I just like what the man does and what he stands for. And he loves this country. You really can't ask for much more. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show.